0: From the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. Next up, things overheard in hell. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are doing all televised and radio games of the NFL this year. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your earholes. in... Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? And now it's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two douchebags and a microphone pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe, or Jane Listener, promised to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Introducing Rob Rad's new book, How to Track Your Enemy by Scent. That's right, smell your enemy before they get you. Order this gem now and get a free virtual tour of Rob's Secret Bunker in Camdenton, Missouri. Also receive a free copy of his new book, How to clean raw sewage for food.
1: everybody, this is two douchebags and a microphone. I am the Mark portion of it.
0: And I am the Rob portion
1: of it. Um, real quick, I would like to get to something here that I've been wanting to say for a while. And anyhow, this is it in a nutshell. Am I
0: fired? No. <laughs> no. I'm not fired? How, okay. How okay.
1: can I fire you? I don't pay you a dime. Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, uh, hey. Hey, it Rob, for fun. quit working for me for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Rob, you're uh, you're doing fine. I know. I'm just giving you a Yeah, I, I know you are. I know you are. I think everyone out there will agree that Rob is really progressing well. And I mean, for just being thrown in the fire like that, I, I mean, dude, you're 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 sacking up and just doing it, man. I gotta, yeah, credit. Yeah. And, to- and
0: I'm trying to make up for last night because I had to call up just so everybody knows I had to cancel last night. Because I've had this croup or whatever the hell's going around. Yeah,
1: I've got the crud too now. Um, uh, probably not as bad as yeah, you did it, yesterday, but I got been the crud. it in my
0: throat. Yeah, last night I could hardly even talk. That's why I... Yeah. And I was coughing. <coughs> and, and I'm either... My nose is either running or I'm stopped up. Either or. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah the same here. I can't I, never yeah. hear... Well, I mean, it's that time of year, but uh, if you want to go into what you said really quick
0: earlier... Yeah, yeah, here's what I was thinking, you know. Okay. Back when we were growing up, we would call this a cold. It is a cold, Rob. It is. Yeah, yeah, well, now they're calling it influenza A. That's a type of flu.
1: Um... Okay, I've got a theory on that, Rob. And correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think they're trying to get more people to take vaccines for influenza. I'm not saying yeah. that, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying that you need it right. or you don't or whatever. I'm not giving an opinion on that because that is a hot button issue. I don't wish to step into that shit.
0: Yes, so, yes. No, okay. and I understand that. I, I I know where that can lead to. I'm to, reading into it.
1: To me, by identifying it as Big bad influenza A and not the common cold is beneficial to that, right?
0: Yeah, they, they could, I, I think they can make more money out of it. Um, the doctors and stuff that way.
1: Very honestly. possible, very possibly could be. Because I, doctor I, says. I, I, I don't know. Here, here, let, here let, let's play. Okay, do, you come in here, I'm the doctor, okay? Okay. All right, okay. Um, uh, okay, Doc Wallace, uh, Rob uh, Radford's in next. Okay, all right, send him in, nurse. Thank you. Uh,
0: hello, Rob. Hey. Hey, Rob. How are you? I feel like shit. Oh, really? i got a sore throat. My nose is either running or it's stopped up. I can't tell. Minute a minute. You know. Huh. Oh, well, Rob, you got the sniffles. Yeah, I got a cold. Yeah,
1: you got the sniffles, man. Don't worry yeah. about it. Go home, take some fucking tap or, uh, uh, or, I don't know, NyQuil or something, and go sleep it off. Okay. Now, here, okay, Rob, you're coming in again, only I'm trying to get you to uh, get a vaccine nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. 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 This is back then, nowadays. All right, okay. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Wallace? Yeah? Yeah, what, nurse? Uh, Mr. Rob Radford's here for his appointment. Oh, okay, send him in. Oh, hey, Rob. How are you, man? I'm uh,
0: I'm not doing good. I'm pretty sick. You know, I'm coughing. My throat's sore. I'm I can't tell
1: if my nose is running or stopped up. Oh, you know shit, Rob! I here, here. Sit down, sit down, Rob. Here, sit in the chair. Okay, okay, Rob. Um, uh, you have influenza A. Okay. The flu. Yes. It can be very serious, Rob. I want you okay, to think well, about here, this. Okay, here's
0: why I have a problem, Doc. Oh yeah. Back when I was a kid, the flu meant you were throwing up. You drank 7 up and stayed in bed all day. You were throwing up. I'm not throwing up. This ain't cold. <laughs> Rob, I got some Old
1: Crow here. Let's just drink you this and fuck it. It. Right. Right. <laughs> it. All right.
0: You guys. All right. I think all of our listeners got that one.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> old Crow will fix it <laughs> until the next morning. Uh, but anyhow. Uh, okay. I've got two. Go into this. I've been wanting to do this for a yeah, while. Go for it. Go okay. For it. All right. I keep hearing this fucking babble about the Kansas City Uh-oh. Chiefs holding. Uh-oh. Oh, they're cheating all the time. Okay. Let me say this. So, what people are saying is there's a concerted effort in the NFL. Every one of these referees got together. And they said, hey... We know the Chiefs are holding, but you don't call it on them because they're the chosen ones. These guys can't do that. Are you kidding? That that would have been out so quick. I mean, uh, uh, hey, man, there's a big thing going on with the Chiefs. Don't call them for holding.
0: Here's okay, what it is. Okay, okay. Can, can I say something right here? Yes, go ahead. Before you go any further. Okay. Look at the
1: rest of the NFL the rest
0: of the year. Yes. Okay. All I got to say. Okay. All I got to say,
1: Rob, you you fit right into perfectly what I'm going to say. Let's go back to what was it 2009? I think uh, the Patriots had a perfect season. They were 16 and 0, and they were in the Super Bowl. 16 0 regular season, then they won the two games, and then they're in the Super Bowl. The New York Giants, with a defense led by Steve Spagnuolo who was our defensive coordinator for the last two years, um, did the same thing. He shut down the Big Bad Patriots offense because he knows how to coach exactly, how to let a person go and twirl them around without getting called for a holding play. And if any other team doesn't like it in the league, they should take the time to learn it and to teach their players how to do it. Steve Spagnuolo did this back then, and he's doing it now. He knows the fine line of exactly how far you can take this without getting a penalty called. So it is not cheating. It is, he is doing it the correct way. I learned this stuff in high school, how you can basically hit someone in the face, but not get called for it. It's called a... Um, strong fisting, strong arming, forearming. There's all these little... Yeah, yeah, we all know this. This is no different. No different. And like I said last night to a new friend of mine, um, this is like, people are taking it as spirit of the law. This is letter of the law. It is exactly what you can do and get away with it. So, that is what's going on, and all this rattle is just fucking hurt feelings. You know, you got Jamar Chase over there, fucking hey, anybody but the Chiefs. You got you got all these little, all these little sublines and people fucking mouthing off. And the thing is, is I remember the period in time when uh, Tom Brady couldn't spit on a sidewalk without being criticized, right? Right. Right. Every piles on everybody piles on the the winner. Um, Mahomes was loved a couple of years ago, they couldn't wait for him to take the throne from Brady. They're like, oh, thank God, someone else. Well, now that Mahomes has been doing it regularly and Kansas City Chiefs are and Andy Reid, everybody wants to knock their block off. They, 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 uh, would you agree with this, Rob? They, they uh, push you up so they can knock
0: you down, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would totally agree with
1: that. And I dare anyone to study these films and then study the rest of the NFL and you tell me what the difference is. The difference is, is when they let go. Everybody holds. Everybody holds and a certain amount of it is tolerated in the NFL. Yeah, you got to. Yes. So the thing is, is knowing when to let go, is it. So it's just kind of like, you know, um, you're you're frying some chicken, right? And you're sitting there and you're looking at it, you're looking at it. And if you, if you turn it over... It's going to be like uh, doughy, right? If you turn it over too yeah, late... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I make some dab good fried chicken.
1: Oh, I, I know you do, Rob. Um, you you had uh, a lot of practice in, it, in many different restaurants that we worked at, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, well, um, no, I didn't work at many restaurants. Just what I did, I paid attention.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I thought you worked at quite a few like I did. I guess you
0: didn't. Okay. No, no. I've been mainly in construction most of my life, dude.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, anyhow, Um. so you turn it over too early, and it's doughy, and it's not good. It, you know, it's not all nearly right. as good. You turn it over too late, and it's too crisp, too hard. You have to do it right at the right time. And the way you do it at the right time is being taught and learning how to do it right.
0: Exactly.
1: So, yeah. This is no different than anything else. If you learn it correctly, you're going to do it right. If you don't bother to fine-tune... You you don't, you know. Um, you're you're just on a, not going to do it correctly. So, anyhow, that is my take on everything. And uh, doucheb66 at yahoo.com, if you want to argue. I'll listen to anybody that thinks they have a valid point. And I will to bring up anything. If I think they have a valid point, I will definitely bring it up. And, and so, please, I mean, we're not the end-all be-all. That is, um, you know, that's kind of like our... Uh, you know, our, uh, our opinion, and I think that's your opinion too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: And, and, and while you're mentioning our email, yes. I'm kind of missing our Montrose boys.
1: Um, I've got to get to that, Rob. I've got to get to that. Okay, okay. The Montrose okay. boys have struck again.
0: I love them guys. i got to get up and see them. And I so really is really the did. mad
1: crop dusters struck again too. Uh... I, I have not had a chance oh, to print him out, the crop duster, he got me again and he let me know that he got me again through email and he laughed at me and he's having a big ha ha on me. So and then the Montrose boys he
0: knows who you are, dude. Come on. Oh, I,
1: I know, I know. And let a lot of people at work evidently know I have a podcast now. And uh, oh, well, they yeah. they think it's a sport podcast, and I told him even the big boss Hey, here you have a podcast. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
0: and, uh, yeah, it's a sport podcast, but I got some dude here farting on me. Yeah, yeah and he, he,
1: he goes, ah, talking sports? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> then a couple other people I got a little bit more in depth with. I'm like, no, dude, it's stick jokes. We do some sports, but we chose quite a while ago that. Um, I told one one of the uh, uh, assistant general managers uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, I, I told him. I said, "No, nah, I, I said everybody in our age knows their political alignment. You're you're not going to change anybody's opinion by by right. saying anything about either side,
0: okay?" And that's one thing that you and I agreed on from the get-go.
1: Yes, we we're not political, okay. And where we we are, uh, we're not sports. We do some sports. I mean, the Chiefs kind of commanded us to do sports. Yeah, well, yeah, well, out, yeah. Out hey, so Chiefs are hometown. Come on. Yeah, um, yeah. So if Des Moines had a the Royals suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Royals aren't worth mentioning, and, and neither is yeah, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Neither is baseball. Baseball sucks. Baseball killed itself. It shot itself in the foot. Good riddance. I'm done with it. Um, so. Uh anyhow, you know, you you want to uh you'd rather make profits, that's fine. You're gonna do it without me. Um, so uh anyhow, um I tried to forewarn anybody that I had a minute with, I'm like, Yeah, go ahead and listen to it. Yes, it's two douchebags and a microphone. Yes it is, that is it. And I said, Remember the name. Remember what the name is, two douchebags and a microphone. Now, does that sound like a serious podcast or does that sound like a bunch of dick jokes? Sounds like a bunch of dick jokes. That's what oh, we got every, going every, on here. Every,
0: everybody asked, you know, anybody I talked to.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, I talked to a couple new people just a few minutes ago over at my friend's house.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's her, she's having a birthday party, which I got to miss. Oh. oh, well, That's that? all right. I took her out Friday night for dinner. So.
1: All right, cool. Did you bang her?
0: Uh, no. No. <laughs> Hell uh, I told you that. We are <laughs> not that way. Rob, I'm sorry.
1: I'm being a dick. I I, I got to do
0: that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, back in the day, I would
1: have. Well, yeah, like,
0: I know. And we're just and, friends. And, 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 no dogs and even hang out. That's yeah.
1: part of the reason I do that, Rob, is because I know you're not like that anymore, and that's not the way you think. So I do it to right. get you go, no! <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: It's that little bit no, of outrage. I love, I, I love it, though. I love it.
1: That little bit of outrage at first. <laughs> whenever you I say it? that. I'm
0: like, damn, why didn't I? <laughs> oh, I know why. Because I'm 30 years older. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because we generally don't think with our dicks anymore. Generally.
0: That's the last so, fucking thing I think of. That, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. So, and when, when I think of my dick, is to take a piss. <laughs> uh, you know?
1: Are you blowing dust off it to take a piss, Rob?
0: Oh, dude, it, it's bad these days. It's bad these days. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. yeah. i
0: I'm just saying, I'm going on a year.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay, I need to buy you the hookers and not Jeffy X.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wait, wait. Yeah. Oh wait, we don't break. Yeah. We don't break the law here. We don't break the law here, so we wouldn't do that. But if we did, okay, I the guess hookers, Robbie I got to think are
0: hookers legal down here. No, they're no, not. No, not
1: no, right. no, 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 no. I bet Jeffy X gets all he can handle anyhow with that Sergeant Pepper's outfit that you uh, embroidered I, I, I just need
0: to go find me some barflies. There you yeah. go. I don't hang out at the bar no more. So.
1: Well, you see, it's kind of hard to find a barfly if you're not in a bar, right?
0: You're right, I'm screwed. Yep. So, and Rob. i used to find my axes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. I'm just not going to, I'm going to act like that question isn't there.
0: No, this is about me, not you. You're Uh-oh. happily married. Let's leave yes. you out of it.
1: Okay. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> because if you want to get into stuff like that, I got some stories. In case uh,
0: yeah. she ever listens to this, I suppose.
1: She, I told you, she does not listen to my filth. She has a lot more class than Yeah, me.
0: but with your luck, the one she would listen to would be this one.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what? When, when tell you her, admit some, she'll
1: listen to it. I don't uh, live uh, Yeah. Well, she kind of knew my reputation before she knew me. So. Uh,
0: exactly.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 So anyhow, moving right along. <laughs> let's uh let's take us a break and come back with our top ten, or maybe twelve, because Rob went ahead and went over a little bit. Um, well, yeah,
0: I pulled a mark.
1: Yep, guitarist of. All time and these are guitarists that you think deserve more credit credit than they ever got it doesn't mean the underrated speediest
0: does,
1: underrated yes and this came about because I was reading an article on underrated guitarists and I'm like these guys are idiots and I was thinking Rob and I could uh, do this much better and Then I thought you know what you just send Rob a text and see if he's a game so we're getting ready to come back and we're going to do the top ten each one of our lists Of the most underrated guitarists. So we will talk to you guys here in a couple minutes. Sound good? Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible
0: pranks? the fuck is wrong with these guys? (laughs) And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark.
1: Should I record frog sounds in the summer, then play them when it's zero degrees on my ring doorbell for the Amazon guy? Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like fun.
0: The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat.
1: (laughs) Hi all, this is Mark here. I'm usually the one telling you what to eat during an apocalypse. Well, this time I decided to go the other way. You ever consider just going to Ground Zero and saying, fuck it. Do you really want to be the guy running around looking for radioactive deer, guessing whether water is not contaminated or not? No food, no shelter, no nothing. Oh no, there's a strong argument that says, you know what? Let's just go to Ground Zero and see what's for us after. Just a thought.
0: Two douchebags and a microphone. Because we all need dick jokes. Remember to Bleach, your Bluetooth, Remember to bleach show. your Bluetooth after every show! Oh, oh shit, what's, what's that over, over there? there? Oh no! It's, it's island, island Horrible, horrible Jokes! jokes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> my coffee in Microsoft Office! I will find you, and I will have my word! <laughs> Next up! Things overheard in hell. Howard Stern just signed a 10 year contract extension. Next up, Things overheard in hell. Howard Stern just signed a 10 year contract extension. Oh, Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose.
1: That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay.
0: I have a clown nose. Clown nose! Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam! Everyone laughs.
1: Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. And we are back to Deuce Bags and a Microphone. I'm Mark.
0: And I am Rob.
1: All right. Like we said previous, um, we are going to do our top ten list of most underrated guitarists. This is our version of it. What we think is, you guys probably have a lot different versions of it, but this is the cool thing about this. If you
0: listen to us in the past, you know we go above ten. Yeah.
1: And I want to do a disclaimer. Well, normally Eddie,
0: Mark does, so this time I did. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
1: I've got That's a couple. I've got a couple that I scratched out that I'm bringing back to life now because of that. So we'll be well, even.
0: Well, well, I had ten. I had my top ten, but then there was a couple I got. that, No man, I got four. Uh, Rob, up, you, d- pull, you don't.
1: Man, you not don't not need to explain. Well. You don't need to explain. I understand because yeah, I know. Um, uh, and anyhow, I, I want to do a disclaimer here I'm pretty sure Eddie Trunk has covered this Like this before Because they do most underrated bands Most uh, what should have been a hit And stuff like this all the time I'm sure they've done this And if they did, God bless them But the, we, I mean, Rob and I love doing well, stuff I, like this I, too
0: I, I'm sure a lot of different radio shows. You know times. what,
1: you're probably right, Rob. I'm sure there's quite a few, so this uh, is are you know, joining everybody else. That's
0: that means, right. you know, We're not robbing off nobody's stuff. You know, no. We're doing, this, nope. is our, this is our list.
1: All right, Rob, go ahead and go with your top 12, and then I will uh, come back with mine. That sound good?
0: <laughs> okay, number 12. Well, since we started 10, I... Had to top you. So, number 12, Aldo Nova. Oh, he
1: was almost on my list, too. Shit.
0: Good one. Some of, okay. <laughs> he did his album with Fancy, but I'll tell you what, that was a badass album. Yeah, and some ways. Side was, A, uh, Side B, both awesome songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ball and one. Chain, and uh, yeah, a bunch of them.
1: Um, and then Monkey on the Back was like the second... Uh, yeah,
0: Monkey, Monkey on your Back, awesome song.
1: Yeah, um, I love the effects he did with that guitar with his uh, uh, not even using Wangy Bar. Uh, I, I would right. agree with you. He's not on my list, and he almost made it because I did think about him quite a bit. But uh, he,
0: we're taking take a top ten.
1: No, that's cool. I, I agree with it completely, Rob.
0: Okay, my number 11. And I'm so sorry he did not make this on my top 10. Okay. And that's how he come in at number 11 because I thought of him before Aldo Nova. Okay. Mr. Steven Piercy from Rat. We give him so much credit on his show, and he did not make my top 10. are you no, sure you're not talking to about uh, i was gonna to talk to you there
1: Stephen Percy is a singer Rob you're you're talking about either Robin Crosby or Warren D Martino. oh no,
0: okay Robin Crosby yeah. Robin Crosby okay okay, yeah. okay. rap right.
1: right yeah okay I would Think agree Robin Crosby, did not get
0: enough credit
1: I, I agree because he did all those like the round and round and lay it down and all that stuff um, he came up with uh, um, the the uh, the rhythm that was so catchy oh god
0: yeah, yeah. and they w- they went on from there invasion of your privacy yeah uh yeah
1: I would agree Robin Crosby although he's no longer right. with us yeah. um mayor,
0: yeah I, I said stupid I'm sorry I did not mean Steve but no, no no Robin no that's Crosby. fine
1: and I didn't want to I, I didn't want to correct you, but uh, people might have been like, well, what the hell is he talking about? No, you're I right. knew you were you're talking about right, Robin Crosby. Right. That's why you're I said right. that at you're
0: first. correct on that.
1: Okay. All righty.
0: Okay. Now yeah, The number 10. Number 10, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins.
1: Not a bad choice at all.
0: Can't argue with it. Very good. Very yep. good. Yep. Number nine, Jerry Cantrell, Allison Chang He almost made my list.
1: Uh,
0: I I agree <laughs> with
1: it. Um, you'll see why I didn't put him in. I put someone else in his place.
0: Oh, I understand that. Yeah, I understand. yeah but go I got ahead. I got one. that's way off playing, dude. Yeah, I got one. Oh, I can't plane. wait
1: to hear yeah. it.
0: Those are my favorite. Uh, okay, number eight. Somebody off one of your other lists Kim Thaw. He's on my list. Downgarden.
1: He's on my list. He was on oh, the hairy on
0: your list. He was, Man, out, well, he he was he, on He was on my hairy asshole. The
1: guy the guy looks like he can carry yeah. some hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kim Thaw. Excellent, excellent okay, guitarist. He's
0: great. He's a great guitarist. You know, some, sure of the,
1: he some of those rhythms he come up with, well, leads too, but man, that, that, great music. Just really, really soulful, um,
0: yeah, intricate yeah. pieces. He's He could play anything.
1: That guy's a real deal. He is one hell of a guitarist.
0: Okay, now I got another for number seven, okay. another older one. All right. Tommy Bolin.
1: I almost put him in mind. Tommy Bowen Played with
0: the James Gang. Yeah, And
1: sh- Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, was, awesome was that Mark Bolin? Was that Mark Bowen No, that was Tommy Bolin in Deep Purple. Mark Bolin was Tommy? brother.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. Tommy went on to play with Deep Purple. Yes, he that was played Tommy. with James Gang, Rush, and Deep Purple. Yeah,
1: Tommy Bowen was a very underrated guitarist. Part of the problem was he died in a car wreck early. He didn't really have a right. chance to blossom. Um, he was in Deep Purple, um, and and he passed away, I believe, in Deep Purple. And he come in and just did all the stuff that Richie Blackmore did, and he uh, he put his own twist to it. And people were really grooving it. They're like, man, this guy's oh, good. He was awesome. Yeah and then uh, remember the story about Tommy Bowen's guitar I covered not too long ago and actually it was his yeah. guitar tech and not his and they're looking for it yeah. forever yeah anyhow go ahead I'm sorry no you're fine you're fine because
0: my number six Alex Lyson from Russ he's on my list too so Russ took my number six and seven
1: your list is fantastic, dude.
0: Oh, uh, wait. My number five will throw you off, dude. Okay. But but I think even you will agree because it is pretty much out of our genre.
1: Okay. Number
0: five,
1: Prince. <laughs> He's on my list too, Rob. Really? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, man. Dude, he was... He can wail on guitar. Oh, I know, He's Rob. Good. Rob, we listen to him musically.
1: We think alike. We think alike so much. We have crossed over, and everybody that you mentioned, I thought about uh, either put them on my list or almost put them on my list. That's how close we are on this. So anyhow, go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, now we're at my top four. All right. Number four, Lindsey Buckingham. He's he on, on my back. list too.
1: <laughs> I can't believe this. You know Lindsey Buckingham We did not cheat we did not cheat No. You know why Lindsey Buckingham is so original? It's because he never yeah, I do,
0: yeah, we covered this here all back. Yeah, he never
1: played you electric told guitar. That story. Go yeah, ahead. He played acoustic guitar his whole life. And the deal was for him to join Fleetwood Mac he would have to play electric guitar. And he agreed to it. So everything. He he, no, he, he he was just like they're telling him. Armor. Yeah, they're telling him do it the same way you do it. Only it's gonna sound a little different. But then he started using some more power chords and rhythms and stuff. But yeah, I mean the guy's so unique because he was a folk guitarist. He really never really aspired to be much more than that. But then when he joined Fleetwood Mac, he took on a whole other realm of music.
0: I great Yeah start. at the same time Fleetwood's Max music would not be Fleetwood's magic uh, without that guitar. I know that know?
1: guitar was is just brilliant. It fit perfectly. He, he never did too much, which makes him always one of my favorites. It's kinda like drumming. You know, John Bonham, what he didn't do was more important oh, than yeah. what he did do. Yeah. You know, sometimes simplicity is a key more in silence than you can make in words or noise. I, I mean, perfect. So, anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Oh, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, I would agree.
0: Okay, number three. Miles Goodwin from April Wine.
1: Oh, oh. I did not get that one. But, uh uh-huh.
0: I I I'm love missing it. I'm her bass on my bass list. Dude, Rob, uh, is, is <laughs> They were in tune.
1: Think about the think about like run around uh, right. and and the guitar on it. Da 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 I Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Or a sign
0: of the gypsy queen. I mean, they just fit so perfectly. April wine. Yeah. It was, yeah. All I right. agree. Yep. Number two from one of my other top bands. You may have to help me with the name Rudolf Schenker.
1: Yeah, Rudolf Schenker. Yeah, yeah, of the Scorpions.
0: Yep. Uh, Also, underrated guitarist, right there, dude.
1: um, His brother, Michael Schenker, is really good too. And his brother started in the Scorpions first. Yeah. Um, he was but in a UFO Scorpion and fan. Michael Schenker group. So anyhow, you
0: know that. Yeah,
1: uh, that's a good one. Can't argue with it.
0: Okay, my number one underrated guitarist. Uh huh. Bobby Ingram from Molly Hatchet. Wow. Okay. You listen to Molly... Yeah, I love Molly, Molly Hatchet. A lot of Molly Hatchett's music. I used to in, call it guitar. Ma-
1: I used to call it Molly motherfucking Hatchet.
0: Oh, dude. Oh. That, that, I, I, I'm still in love with it.
1: They were like Molly Leonard Hatchett. Skinner with a sledgehammer.
0: I'll tell you what. You listen to Fall of the Peacemakers. Oh. Yeah. That's a badass guitar. That's dude, awesome.
1: I couldn't agree with you more.
0: That whole list... And... and,
1: and, and the, and they don't get credit. I know, I know. Um, I don't understand why they don't get credit because I'll tell you one reason I do know this: people considered them a ripoff of Leonard Skinner, which they were not.
0: No, they they did their own thing.
1: Yeah, they were they were related to Leonard Skinner. Uh, a couple of the members of the group. Um, um, I forgot how they were related to a couple of the members. I think they were
0: Cousins or something. Yeah, something something like that. I don't
1: know. Yeah, but that's the only really significance between them and Skinner. That's why I said it was like Skinner with a sledgehammer. Um, They did some of the same guitar sounds, but much heavier. Um, Anyhow, couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, You, you listen to Skinner, you listen to Molly Hatchett, you could tell the difference. Yep. All
1: right, for mine. Yeah, yeah there's, my,
0: there's my top
1: list. Number 12. Donald Buck Dharma Rozier from Blue Oyster Cult.
0: Oh, damn, dude. See, yeah. I almost threw him in. That, I almost that threw him guy, in.
1: that guy's insane. He's insane. I've seen him in concert. The shit that he does, I, I mean, like Godzilla... All the picking he I does, imagine. that thing is nothing but picking. I, I mean, it's, I the whole thing's a solo with a kick-ass rhythm behind it. Uh so yeah, um, yeah, may, all new. Donald Buck, Darma, Rosie, may even been further up than that. But I went ahead and left him there.
0: That's uh,
1: right. Yeah, so. And then, number 11, I say, is Rick Nielsen of Cheap Trick.
0: Okay. See, I would have thrown him in. Do you think he gets credit? I I considered him rated.
1: Okay. You see, I think I cheap considered trick, him rated. Let me give you an example of why I went this way.
0: They are in the okay, rock and no, roll hall. No, home. I totally understand. I totally understand. They're in the because rock and roll hall. I home, considered buddy. him rated.
1: And they open up for yeah. everybody. They open up for smaller groups. I don't understand it. They spoke. Yeah, yeah. They spoke. They open up for everybody. Yeah, I think they're one of the most underrated groups ever, and, and yeah. especially the guitarists. Oh, and the uh, the bassist. Oh, geez, man, he's the oh, one that came oh, up with yeah. the 18th okay, string bass. Well, this mainly is into another
0: list.
1: Yeah. You know what? There's a couple of it's lists. an that that
0: underrated group or underrated guitarist. Underrated basis and groups. What? what? No, let's work on underrated groups.
1: Okay, that sounds good.
0: We're in right. a couple weeks. Top All 10 right. underrated groups in two weeks. All right. You
1: Bye guys have been warned. Number 10, Lindsey Buckingham. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, yeah um, enough said. We talked about him. Uh, just fantastic fantastic music so original alright yes number 9 Mark
0: knopf hey, hey, oh, oh hey you, yeah. you, you gotta add you have to add having your ex-girlfriend oh looking yeah. you in, in the face and telling you about how much she hates you and
1: <laughs> what a miserable piece of shit you are while yeah, you play yeah, guitar
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> he is probably like who gives a fuck
0: That's why Lindsay Buckingham is my top artist. You know, Lindsay
1: Buckingham probably went over uh, to Christy and said, Hey, come
0: here. Uh,
1: You see the front row there? I'm going to fuck half of them. (laughs) And then she probably said, Who cares? See that other part of the front row? I'm going to fuck half of them. So... Anyhow, number nine, Mark. I,
0: Knopfler. I, I I
1: think Stevie won. You like Stevie anyway. better than Christy McVie, huh? Oh, okay. Anyhow. Uh, oh, Stevie next. Oh my God, dude. Um,
0: you
1: know what? That's another. That's a whole another. That's a whole other platform, I Though we'll get to that later. Number nine, Mark. Knopfler. I'm, I'm a Stevie lover.
0: Just saying.
1: Okay, no, that's cool. She's fine. Okay. The, whole okay. thing about, yeah, yeah, the whole thing about doing this Stevie Nicks style, ingesting cocaine through your asshole because you burnt your nose out, just didn't do me any good for her at all. Uh, anyhow.
0: Okay, give her a podcast.
1: Okay, nine. Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits. That guy. Nice one. Yeah. Listen to nice. uh, uh, yo yo-yos, Yo-Yo's. That's the way you do it. They play your guitar on your MTV. That's that whole song is so intricate okay. and complicated.
0: Huh. But did okay, now was he the same guitarist on Knights nice and White Satin?
1: No, no, Knights and White Satin was Moody Blues.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay. What other song was they had?
1: Uh, oh shit. Let's see. Um
0: Back in that era.
1: Uh Sultans yeah. of Swing.
0: Yeah, Salton's a swing. Yeah, yeah, same, same guy,
1: one? same guy, Mark Knopfler. Still, still awesome. Yeah, all of it's good. Number eight, Alex Lyson, Rush. We already, we already went over all that. I mean, the guys, yep. guys, insanely good. Yep. Number seven, I want you to take note, Rob, Robin Trower. Of Robin Trower.
0: Oh, dude. I know. I. The guy, I would
1: have figured him as top notch. His rhythm, I mean, his his lead stuff, nothing. Just like Tony Naomi, nothing to right home about. But the rhythm yeah. stuff that he came up with, and someone with Mark Knopfler, the rhythms that they came up with were so unique and so respected worldwide, and so new and fresh. And the sound, the tone, every bit of it was just so good. It made a generation turn their heads.
0: Right, yeah, like like I said, I would have considered him a top notch. That's why he didn't you know, he wasn't he I don't think he near my list. I don't think he he was already up there.
1: He didn't get any credit, dude. You look anywhere, anywhere on any list at all, people forgot about Robin Trower because he never did make it that big.
0: I and never
1: forgot about him. He, I didn't either. But he's always seven or eight on any type of a, any type of a festival. Seven, eight, nine. He was always the first day during daylight, um, which a travesty. The guy was so good. Um, I, I mean, really, he could have wrote some hit songs a little bit more than just doing guitar pieces. That probably would have helped him. But you know what? Um, you know what? They don't pay me to do that. So, so moving right along. Number six, Prince. We know what. I, I had the number five. <laughs> I mean, I could have put Prince at number one because no one ever talked about dude, his guitar. It was and... awesome. Shit, Man, I, of the shit he laid down was bad ass. Bad and all the feeling he had in it. Wow, dude was just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you know, we're back in the eighties. I'm into hair metal and shit, and Prince come out with Purple Rain everybody was movie. like, what the that fuck? everybody's attention.
1: Yes, it did. It, it was from... uh that
0: guitar, he was badass.
1: It was from bebop deluxe to heavy metal. Everybody loved Prince and respected him. So, number five. Kim Thull of Soundgarden, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude's awesome. What can you say? Number four. Dave Mustaine.
0: See, okay, yeah, see, no. Okay, no. Okay, I'm gonna. No, le- no. Okay, he I'm gonna, okay. Uh,
1: no. here's why. Here's why I said that, but I'm gonna take him off the list. I agree with you. He's gonna go off the list because Megadeth is a huge group. But the reason I put him as guitarist because you never hear about guitarists. You never hear him as a guitarist. You always hear about his vocals. And I just wanted to bring awareness okay, to it. Okay,
0: okay, I will give you that. I will give you that one. But, let me go ahead and You have a good point there, that's why I did not think but it. I'm
1: taking him off the list. I just wanted people to be aware that nobody ever talks about him as a guitarist. And he's an excellent rhythm He guitarist. was a badass
0: guitarist. You're, yeah. no, you're correct, I will give you that
1: one. Okay. Um, my, my number four that I went with instead of Dave Mustaine is John Sykes. John Sykes. Uh-oh. He wrote uh, the Slide In album, White Snake, and uh, he wrote their big album, okay. the self titled White Snake album with Is This Love and Still in the Night, all that. He did all of that music. He wrote it and performed it. That guy. And all the stuff that you didn't hear for White Snake because they didn't make it big over here in America yet. Um, John Sykes is brilliant, a brilliant musician and a uh, he brilliant. He went a little player.
0: deeper than I did.
1: Um, Sometimes if if you don't, I know you know him, Rob. I know that you know you're yeah, in right that yeah, yeah, I know yeah. you're aware of him. Sometimes do yourself a favor and just go to YouTube and seek out John Syke music bits, and just All right. yeah, uh, the guy's phenomenal. Just
0: listen to his music.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is crazy good. Number three, Izzy Stradlin, Guns and Roses. Izzy Stradlin got absolutely no credit at all. The gems he put together on Appetite for Destruction. Listen, everybody knows Slash. Everybody knows Slash's hooks and all that. He sounds a lot like Joe Perry. He's an excellent guitarist. His mom was an actor. Everyone knows Slash. Izzy Stradlin played a lot like Keith Richards in the background. He's doing the chunks and the the twangs. He made that album Feel like a dirty, nasty album because of his playing. Izzy Stradlin is a genius at guitar.
0: I give you that one also.
1: Yeah, and if you don't believe me, yeah, listen, yeah, to point, Appesite, listen to Appetite.
0: Listen to Appetite for I, Destruction. This is a good list. This is a good list.
1: You and I brought it on this. I'm very proud of both of us. Um, Izzy Stradlin is just—he uh, uh, did a masterpiece on Appetite for Destruction. I mean, some yes, of the he stuff did. he did on there. I mean, I don't, that's
0: the album that made him big.
1: Yes, and a lot of it is because of stuff behind the scenes. I, I mean, um, anyhow, you know what? I'm just going to move on. And, you know, if you don't believe me, listen to Appetite for Destruction. Yep. Don't listen look to Slash's lead parts. Yeah. Uh, look up Izzy Stradlin' bits off of Appetite. So, anyhow. Look it up. Uh, Number two, Mick Mars. And I do believe that Mick Mars is underrated. Motley Crue is a very big group, but nobody
0: okay, no 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 okay. Okay. I I agree with you he was underrated for the group he was in, because the group he was known for more. But I still say he's a top notch guitarist. No, he is. But That's he why never, he did not make my list.
1: He never gets credit you know though, that. Rob. Nobody ever goes, oh, Mick Mars is the best. People always (laughs) go, we do.
0: I do, you do. I I, I know a lot of people that do.
1: These are people that grew up with Motley Crue. A lot of people think that Mick Mars is a substandard guitar player, and I'm not kidding you.
0: Just like a lot of people think. That's why he's one of the greatest. That's why he did not make my list.
1: I can see that, but I was compelled I was compelled to, uh, I was compelled to, okay. uh, I understand. Uh, yeah, because I think it, he is seriously underrated.
0: He is, he is. And he's I think, bad and, and, and I'm sticking
1: with him on that because I hear too many people slide him all the time. Now
0: I, look at it, and he's fighting for shit he wrote. Yeah. And he's
1: going to get it too, he's going to win it all.
0: Yeah, you have. I can't yeah, wait. You and I will, yep, and yep, I will yep. have a celebration. Yep.
1: You and I are huge McMars fans, and I can't yep. wait for him to win it because Motley Crue has done him wrong. Uh, okay.
0: He deserves, but, he deserves everything he's got coming.
1: He does. He wrote the music, obviously, the great stuff, not this shit they came yep. out with in the yep. last few years.
0: Shit, we grew up listening to. Yeah,
1: and if you don't believe me, listen to his solo album. You hear a lot of that stuff in there. Although he went modern, he plays modern type music. That guitar backbone is still there. That's so good. Okay, number one, and this one I think is so underrated, criminally underrated. Brad Gillis, Brad Gillis and Night Ranger, and Ozzy. Let me explain oh. this to the layman out there that doesn't understand this. And that's
0: fine. I, not see, I into music did not like this. even think of that one.
1: Randy Rhodes is known as one of the best guitarists ever. His short live career because he was killed in that plane wreck early Chris. in it. Yeah,
0: uh, fantastic. If, if, if he could have lived longer, oh my God, the things he could have done.
1: So anyhow, he was killed that tragically killed in that plane wreck. So he never did get to finish his career the way he should have, but okay, he had to put he had the plane wreck. Ozzy had gigs that he had to fulfill. So the only person that could learn Randy Rhodes stuff in that amount of time in like a week or maybe I think it was more like four days, Brad Gillis did. Yeah,
0: I think it was like four days. Yeah, yeah.
1: Brad Gillis came in and learned them all and played them, and did very well. He got offered the hey, gig before Jakey e. Lee. Before Zach, before anyone else, Brad Gillis was offered Randy Rhodes' vacant spot, and he turned it down to join Night Ranger because he really, he really liked what Night Ranger is doing, and they did very well. Um, yeah, they did. But Ozzy and Sharon wanted Brad Gillis, and he didn't want to do it. He played, he played uh, in uh, in Randy Rhodes' vacant spot. He did that, but he didn't want any more yeah. to do with it. And also, Ozzy was a little nuts back then. I'm sure he's kind of afraid to uh, join. On you know, thought that Ozzy's gonna do something and derail the whole thing. I'm sure that had something to do with it too. But anyhow, that is my top ten most underrated guitarists. I and,
0: I, I I love that number one. Uh,
1: good, and I love your stuff too. Dude. I do. We we both brought it. I'm very proud. Of both yeah, of us. Yeah, we did.
0: We did. We we did good
1: tonight. Yeah, we did. All right, let's take our second break, Rob, and then uh, let's come back. I got a little article I'd like to do, and Jeffy X has uh, has some stuff they came out with. If you're ready to hear
0: it. Oh, great! Yeah, I can't wait to hear from Jeffy. I All miss right. him already. He's got to come back and visit.
1: Oh yeah, he said he will. He he loves his Sergeant Pepper outfit, and uh, and he loves his flying bat suit, and uh, and his embroidered underwear with a Stephen Pirsey pouch.
0: Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, we get it warmer around here like those are, so I'll take him out for a really good time.
1: Oh, he said that he has a pair of leopard skin Speedos he's ready to wear.
0: Oh, will be perfect. I know. be perfect. I know.
1: All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, see you in a minute.
0: The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Uh, uh. During an
1: apocalypse, don't forget the nuts. Hickory nuts, that is. Yeah, we know, hickory wood gets all the glory and all the love. Everyone loves the hickory trees. They cut them down and they make great sandwiches out of barbecue and meats. They smoke them and it's a fantastic deal. But little does anyone know about the hickory nuts. During an apocalypse, hickory nuts could be the best thing you can find. Hickory nuts can be eaten raw, toasted, or added to various recipes. Their rich, buttery flavor and crunchy texture make them an ideal ingredient for both sweet and savory dishes. You can use hickory nuts to make nut butter, pesto, or even a unique hickory nut milk. There are five types of hickory nuts. bitternut hickory, shag bark hickory, pig nut hickory, mocker nut hickory, and smooth bark hickory. Hickory trees are considered part of the walnut species and are plentiful, at least around Missouri and surrounding areas. So, during an apocalypse, don't forget to grab your nuts. Now, from this underground bunker in in Missouri, a stock full of dried goods, canned food, and a couple of vibrating toys. It's
0: Ramblings of a Madman featuring Rob Rad. When everything is coming your way, you're in the wrong way. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So,
1: if I have a glass of ice water and the ice melts into the water, is my water then watered down? Hmm, I may never know. We are back to douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark.
0: And I'm Rob.
1: All right. Well, as promised, um, I have this list here, but we're going to get to the list here in a minute. Um, we have an article to go through before we get to Jeffy X's list. But I had to get your guys' attention, right? And right? what better All way right? than to have Jeffy X come up with another list? So. Yeah, yeah. Due to Millennials and Gen Z's lack of interest in soft drinks of the soda variety, Coke has branched out yet again, trying to keep up market shares to the younger generations. Introducing new Coke and Coke Zero Spicy Raspberry, trying to freshen up the product line to appeal to the youngsters. I don't believe in anything less than Coke Boba Bubble is probably a waste of time, they need a boba or organic attached to the name to keep any interest from those two generations. Don't you think so, Rob? Yeah. I mean, you got to have that gimmick. You know, it's got to be boba. Oh, it's got the bubbles in it. Or it's got to be, oh, the new Coca-Cola is organic. And then all of a sudden it's like, huh, organic? Good, I get to pay ten times the amount of cash for it. Oh, I love that. So, anyhow, so our good buddy Jeffy X has uncovered some other soft drink fails trying to appeal to the Z's and the Millennials so anyhow that this happened like it always does Jeffy X is our undercover sleuth that finds these lists of things that have failed focus panels and this is no different these are soft drinks that uh, that they tried to get through focus panels and groups and uh, tests test marketing and it failed and anyhow like always he sent me an email and said hey Here's a list that I came up with. Um, I did some sleuthing, and i got to get the hell out of here in 10 minutes, and the email destroys itself. So I downloaded it in 9 minutes, and I printed it out, and then, boom, 10 minutes, it was gone,
0: like always. Hey, hey. Yeah? i got to give you a pat on the back, brother. Yeah? You were on it every time receiving these.
1: I know, I know, one time. You do not let them
0: go by. you got to be on it. One time I, I had to use some slippery. And I, had, I know our listeners appreciate it.
1: Yes, yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I was in, I was in a, an establishment uh, in, uh, in yeah, a store. Yeah,
0: they can hit you anytime.
1: Oh, I. what I did was I had to act like one of the employees there. I ran back in their office and had it printed out really quick for my cell phone.
0: No, there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did what it took and I got it. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hey, so, Jeffy Good X? On, in, in order to uh, in order to repay him for all his sleuthing and his life uh, risking uh, um, behavior, you know, trying to find these things for us because this is hevi- this is heavily guarded secrets. Um, uh, Rob Rad, he was generous enough to make him a pair of embroidered underwear with his full name, Jeffy X, on it, embroidered on the underwear. It was one gold. Yeah was one gold colored underwear what was the other one silver silver oh perfect yeah he yeah, loves him, him silver. yeah he loves them. he wears them all the time uh and then a sergeant pepper outfit you embroidered him and he was i don't
0: that. think he i don't think he's wore that thing yet yeah.
1: no he's worn it every day and he refuses to take there, it off.
0: there is no uh, the pictures he keeps sending me there is no way He's worse than you. Oh,
1: I know he is not. And also,
0: I'm pictures pretty much daily. And the other, and I told him, I told him, dude, you got to have it dry clean.
1: Well, it's getting yellow. It's getting yellow stains underneath the underarms. I told him he needs to like yeah, do yeah, yeah. Know? So and yeah, then, yeah,
0: that's
1: uh, on him. I know, I know, he can right do what he wants. Jesse? He can do what he wants, and then, of course, the only time he ever takes off the Sergeant Pepper outfit is to put on the flying bat suit that you made him, which he only does at night.
0: Yeah, that. yeah, he told me that's only nighttime.
1: Only at night, during the day, wears a Sergeant Pepper outfit, with his embroidered underwear that he embroidered him. He,
0: he mentions something about portraying Batman. Yes, yes,
1: yeah, he said that to me, too. Um... Uh, Okay, and then uh, me being a much more simpler man, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I simply, if I was to break the law, I was going to buy him thirty pounds of cocaine, and I think I'm up to ninety hookers, right? Well, but it, I don't break. We don't break the law here. Yeah, this yeah. To he
0: he was happy you passed up the cocaine.
1: Yeah, yeah. He said at his age that you know. If,
0: but the hookers, he would have loved. Well,
1: he he said he's dying to see what they think of his uh, Sergeant Pepper's outfit. He wanted to put the smooth up on him and see what happened,
0: you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so so we gotta get yeah, get yeah, him the hookers.
1: But since we since we don't break the law here, I'm going to give him the cash equivalent yeah, and leave it did. up to him.
0: Yes, you will know, to um, go find his own hookers. Yeah, All yeah. Right, Daddy. what we'll
1: do is we'll estimate the value of hookers nowadays and we'll just do. I a, did a, my a,
0: job.
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, we're just going to do a rough estimate of the value of a hooker, and we're going to times that by uh, 80, and I'll just give him the cash for all he does for us.
0: What? Well, so, um, yeah. And the embroidered yeah. underwear. He'll be happy. He'll be happy.
1: And the special thing about the embroidered underwear that uh, Rob Rad made him was he has a special Stephen Piercy pouch embroidered on the inside of the underwear so he can put a couple of socks in there and look... Uh, look um, more appeasing to uh, females and maybe possibly some gay males because supposedly Stephen Piercy of the old glam band rat, used to do a little fill and fool in there with that special pouch so Rob Rad took the initiative to go ahead and put a couple of them in his underwears, one in the gold, one in the silver and if, if Jeffy X wanted to fill and fool it was up to him but we're sure he doesn't have
0: to Right. And it's Jeffy across the ass. Yes. And X across the front. There and you, you go. I love that idea.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with that, Rob. Work of art. It was my own design, yes. man. Work of oh, art, I'll Rob.
0: good this stuff.
1: Work of art. So, without any more, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to this list. So, um, how about some kale flavored Pepsi? What? Kale flavored Pepsi. It failed.
0: How, how How? can you mention We have not mentioned that word in months, dude.
1: I know. I know. I know. Um, kale was a joke.
0: Played on. Do we have to keep bringing it back?
1: I'm sorry. I didn't make this list. Jeffy X did.
0: I know it did.
1: I, I agree with you. That, that sound just after, hurts me. After
0: everything they did to tofer come on, man.
1: My soul cries whenever I hear the word kale or anyone that claims that they oh, like God. it. Oh, God. Kale was a joke that someone came up with, and he thought that nobody would believe it. And then when they started believing it, he he couldn't believe it, so he was just like, fine, whatever. He he just brought this shit out, and he's like, hey, watch this. I'm going to make people think this is good, and then they're going to, like, throw it at me. And the room started liking it. So, I mean, ugh, yeah, anyhow. Uh, yeah, Kale is trash.
0: That's crazy.
1: And what you do That's with crazy. Kale is, is, as soon as you identify it, you throw it in the garbage so no one gets as mixed up with real food. Agreed? Yeah, I mean, they've ruined this show. Ugh. And then plus what they did, kidnapping... They took
0: him. a really good co-host.
1: Kidnapped Topher, because he... Took, uh,
0: kidnapped him. Yeah. You had to bring somebody like me in.
1: Keep they made them touch man. kale. They made tofu touch kale. It took out the good
0: one and had to bring me. <laughs> the kale.
1: Ah, well, anyhow. Uh, anyhow, it failed, which is great. So, what do you think about an avocado crush, Rob? You know, there's avocado uh, toast. A No, crush. Like orange crush, grape crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Orange Crush,
0: yeah. Cola. Yeah. Avocado Crush. That, that, that I could possibly get into. It fails Seriously. It fails Seriously. Oh, God. Dude. I, well, I must make it my own.
1: I, I guess that so. You're going to have to squeeze avocado juice or I whatever. Love I love avocados.
0: I love, you know, Well,
1: uh, it's so, the yeah. avocado crush is off the table, Rob. I'm sorry to say.
0: Oh, uh, damn it.
1: I know, I know. So, um, how about spinach infused Lipton iced tea with lemon? No. Yeah. You think they're right on this one? Turn it down.
0: Okay. Now, spinach with infused vinegar. I could see. Not but, lemon.
1: But with Lipton iced tea with lemon.
0: Oh, oh I thought you said spinach.
1: Spinach infused lipton iced tea with lemon. Oh no, uh, no fuck
0: that. <laughs> fuck that. No iced tea with spinach. No. okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I missed some lipton iced tea.
1: <laughs> Alright, well that failed, so you don't have to worry about it coming yeah, out.
0: Yeah, fuck that. No, 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 no. The next and one you're talking to Mr. Iced tea drinker. I know. Fuck.
1: I knew you'd have something to say about it. Next one, poke bowl-flavored Sprite. You know poke is like nah. little, little pieces of fish cut up with like uh, different vegetables in a bowl?
0: Nah. Yeah, nah. nah. I, I would Not agree. In nah. Not in a Sprite.
1: Not in a Sprite. I would agree, 100%. Next one, hummus-flavored Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah, Agreed. Burst, 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 bust
1: bust out gone. No more. How about Caesar salad flavored Gatorade? Okay, now we might be on to
0: something there.
1: I thought that sounded kind of
0: appeasing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 As see, as long as Caesar salad. Yeah. So let's see, you're drinking. Yeah, that yeah. That 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 could that could
1: it. I, I agree. So, you're sitting there drinking a Caesar salad, salad flavored Gatorade, right? All of a sudden I rolled yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Uh, What you got in there here? What's, what's that in your hand? That's a different looking Gatorade. What is that? Is oh, it's a Caesar salad. Oh, wow. Man, oh, okay. Man, it looks good. Pretty good, good. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. You get
0: all the nutrients you need in the morning.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, I'm you, in. You,
0: the bacon, I, I the ham, the egg. Yeah, you got everything
1: in it. I cannot believe. It. So you're saying the Caesar Chef salad, even better.
0: Yeah. Yo. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's all in oh, the yeah. Wants. I get the chunks in the Gatorade. Mm. All in the Gatorade. Oh,
1: sounds delicious. Sounds delicious. I don't know why they denied it. So, how about plant-based RC Cola? and well it didn't work it went it yeah you know, it, it went it's gone so
0: anybody that is listening to the show knows how you and i feel about rc cola
1: we love rc cola
0: it is our favorite
1: yes and uh, and it's above
0: kfc above code yeah got yeah, rc all the way
1: yeah we grew up on rc and yes. it, it, it's sentimental, and it's a really great cola, and I drink it every chance I get. Um, the real sugar, uh, because
0: uh, yeah, I get the real sugar. Yeah, get the I, real sugar. That, that's a, a big deal, right? I'm,
1: I'm a self I'm a self proclaimed real sugar snob. I
0: accept this. You got me going on it. Yeah, I tell you, I
1: yeah, it, yeah. You drink that corn syrup? There's and it's definitely
0: not the a difference in taste. Really oh
1: nice. it's just so much better and cleaner and crisper with the uh, pure cane sugar it's just so much better so and then finally the one the one soda that did make it was any soda that you could deliver to a high-rise apartment and uh, in a loft in any downtown urban area of any major city
0: I' 7 up
1: there you go that'll work <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah. 7-Up would float up there like Bubble Up. So, in. I can't
0: believe I got that
1: one. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, I, <laughs> I got something for you here. Sorry, I am a little sick, like I said. Um, a little sickly tonight. Um,
0: I've got yeah, something oh, for you. I'm coming off being sick, so I'm on a roll.
1: Uh, okay, Rob, um, I've got something for you. they go! We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my God! Someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh. I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh man, that smells.